<laughs> Welcome to Backstage with the Barronsmen, a deep dive into the inner workings of a historical theater company in Austin, Texas. In this episode, we'll discuss the ins and outs of creating unique and relatable characters on stage. Sometimes that is only one character, other times it's multiple. Our guest today is Miss Leanna Holmquist, a longtime sharer of the Barronsmen with tons of experience creating these memorable characters. In 2019, she played the lovely Rosaline in Love Sleepers Lost, and then a complete 180 playing a man slash assassin in Macbeth. Before COVID-19 hit, she was slated to perform in Merry Wives of Windsor as Dr. Caius. So mm -hmm. let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start off real quick. Um, so Leanna, how long have you been with uh, the Barons Men? And just an estimate, um, or if you know the precise number, how many characters have you created during that time with the Barons Men? Barons Men. I've been with the Barons Men about seven years, and I was just trying to count in my resume here. I think 11 characters. Wow. Yeah. Something like that's that. That's insane. 10-11. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. cool, too. Like, and that's, um, so that is probably then 11 productions, too. Like, that's how many. God, that's insane. Oh, yeah. I didn't even actually count if I played more than one character in a, in a um, production, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. That's right. Okay. That's good. Okay. Cool. So how do you approach uh, creating a character? Because, I mean, especially when you're doing multiple characters and everything, you have to uh, make them both unique and stand and stand out so that people aren't confused when, they, when you come back on stage as someone else. So what is your approach to that? Um, I ha well, yeah, that's a, that's a real good question. I, I, First, I have to figure out who each person is, and then I build from that what I think are distinctive differentiators. Like if one character is a, you know, is a murderous assassin, for example, and another one is like a maid, um, you know, I have to think about each of their motivations and trying to communicate that is the big thing because um, it involves, you know, not just your choice of words, like I, and your tone of voice and your delivery, but also your body language, your facial expression, you know, your costume, the way you, the way you move, it's, uh, you have to think about developing everything that speaks to the way you've interpreted your character. Otherwise, people will just think that, oh, hey, that's that same actor who was playing a guy, but now she's in a dress, you know? <laughs> you don't <laughs> want that, you, yeah. you help to build the, you know, image of two completely different um, people. And it's not always easy, <laughs> especially if they're kind of close for some reason, you know, like a guard and a, you know, and a, a, a soldier, like they seem like a little close. So um, it's, it comes down to the details a lot. You might do something different with your physicality or you might do something different with your voice or, you know, where your hair different or change, you know, jut your jaw out or something, you know, it comes down to just how can you really make sure that you as an actor are trying hard and not cheating, you know, trying hard to really make something different, not, you know, give due to each character. Because when Shakespeare wrote those characters, he didn't, he didn't hope that some person was going to be like, I don't really care what the difference is between these characters. You know, it's like if you want to you want to pay homage to the to what the intention is and that's like each of these are individual people with individual personalities and individual backstories and individual you know everything so you know you, you as an actor try to try to 
uh, put that energy into each character as much as you can, you know. So to tag on to that, um, having worked with you during Macbeth, um, for your character of Satan, you had a very unique way of approaching that. Uh, can you talk about that real quick? Yeah, oh uh, boy, that was a challenge. I, uh, it was really my first time, I had played a couple of male roles before that, but I hadn't really, they weren't really roles that I had been able to invest in because they were like quite a while ago and I hadn't really worked um, too much as an actor. And so I was like doing the usual things, you know, <laughs> like lower my voice. And, but I didn't, uh, you know, I'd had enough experience at this point that I wanted to try to push myself to really um, not just go out there as a girl with a, trying to make my voice deeper but do more than that to develop a character that was convincingly male. So, you know, I, st I started with just the physicality because I knew that as a, as a woman, you know, you kind of swing your hips a little when you walk and, you know, you've got your feminine things that you do. And I wanted to talk my body out of those things for that character. And so I actually, <laughs> actually went as far as to videotape myself walking or, you know, shoot video of myself walking to see what kind of female things I did. And then I actually went to the mall one day and just stood there and watched men walk for quite a while. And then I would even ask Bradley in rehearsal one day, <laughs> I saw Bradley, because Bradley is a, he's like a guy, you know what I mean? Like he, he's got muscles and he's like, you know, he walks confidently. And I was like, this is the kind of walk I want. So I started following Bradley around rehearsal one day, just trying to walk like him. And I did a lot of that and I had, I, video, I shot video of him to study his walk and his gait. And then just down to the stance, you know, you, I want to kind of stand with my hip cocked, and, you know, like a girl, but can't do that. And so I, I tried to study every single aspect. I even did things with my face. I kind of jutted my bottom, you know, lip out a little bit to kind of make myself look a little meaner or angrier. And honestly, I didn't do too much with my voice. I just, I kind of used my normal you know, female lower register, but I wasn't going to go on those because that would, I think that would take people out of it. Yeah. Um, and then I like, <laughs> I've never done so much makeup experimenting in my life, but I researched all these tutorials online on how to do male uh, facial makeup. And I created like facial hair and, um, you know, had my hair pulled back into like this male kind of type ponytail thing. And it's amazing. I think that's the most work I've ever done for a role. I even cried one day. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> I started crying in that because I just was like, I don't know if I'll ever get this. But one day I felt like it clicked and I don't feel like, I know I didn't give the most amazing performance in the world, but for me, it was, I feel like it was one of my personal best uh, attempts to really be something challenging uh, and really involved every aspect of it and not like overlook any little detail and not just phone it in. So I was, I was very happy with my work. I was happy with the, the work I did, but it was, it was a lot of work, but it was worth it because it was such a great learning experience. Well, I can say that I was very happy with your work. Like, I mean, just being the director of the show, but like I, and that's, and also being an actress, like I love seeing people put that sort of investment into a character. And to me, that's what is so fun about being an actor, um, actress, whatever, is that you, you, it's it's not only just superficial outside stuff it's the psyche it's then looking at 
I love that. I mean, now after retrospect, after everything is done, hearing your process, I am even more just wow, because that it showed it made, you know, people when when you have that energy and that stance, people's eyes go to that. And that's something that's huge. And then, um, I mean, you kind of answered the <laughs> next question was, is, yeah, when you have to play a man, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Guys don't have to play women very often. It's usually us women who have to play men because, you know, there's a lot of times not enough women's roles or vice versa and all this crazy stuff. So yeah. And I mean, I looked at like, I was lucky enough to start being able to do Mary Wives with you and you bringing Dr. Caius and then just coming off of, um, you know, playing Satan and Macbeth, like it was really cool to see this whole different type of version of a man. I mean, and that's, I think to me, that's what's the funnest thing of acting is you get to just experiment and it does take work. I mean, yeah, could you, like you said, just lower your voice and do this? Sure. But to really make it believable and that's, you know, I think I, I played a guy in As You Like It in our local paper took a picture I was in the paper I didn't recognize myself and then I was like oh that's me because I had like the beret and I had facial hair and and that to me is what's so like that's the cherry on top as an actor is when you don't recognize yourself or people are like whoa wow and that I think you achieve that so yeah um, it was yeah. Also, it was also I think an example of you know you you hear people you hear people say there are no small roles, only small actors. That role, Satan, yes. very small, very small, very few lines. Um, there are a lot of scenes where I just kind of stood and was sort of background, but that didn't matter to me. It, what mattered to me was because you can't know, you can't know when someone's looking at you. But more importantly, as an actor, you want to be true to the craft as much as you can. So I didn't care how big or small the role was. I really wanted it to be, to develop it in a convincing and a thorough, you know, way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that was, that was yeah. awesome. That was so, real clean. Did, I thought I overheard you in the dressing room one day talking about how you had, were watching a particular show. Um, <laughs> and that's, yes. you're like, that, that, that's who Satan is. Yep. I was, I was watching the Borgias. And that was your recommendation, Jackie. That's I don't right, know. I remember that. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if you remember, but this was actually very, very early in the process. We had just, we had just been cast and just had our first read through, I think. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think you and I were chatting on the couch and um, you were like, have you ever seen the Borgias? And I hadn't. And you said, there's a really good like uh, villain assassin character in that show. You know, you should check it out. So I did. And I was like, wow, that guy. He was fantastic, and he was a big inspiration um, yeah. for for what was this? What is his name? I, mean, I know he's you know in. I mean? okay. um, he's just. I just watched this show. It's on Netflix. I tell everyone should watch it. It's amazing. It's the King. It's based about. It's based on Henry V, but he's in it, and he's okay. so good. I forget who he plays in it. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to find the guy's name. But he exactly like he was so. And you brought that. I mean, you brought that to the stage. There was this, like, I could see you in the shadows and I could see, like, you know, this lurking and this whole thing. And that's how that actor did a lot of his stuff was he was very subtle. Yeah. But he was intimidating. Like, there is this scene where he kills someone with a wire. And <laughs> he just was like, do, 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 done. Yeah. And that was the thing with, I loved his intensity. He, mm -hmm. he also yeah. doesn't talk a whole lot. He's a no. man of few words, mostly just, you know, takes orders yeah. and goes around most people. But but he is so intense, even when he's not talking, 
he just exudes this like sinister you're just scared looking at the guy and i was like that is the kind of intensity i want to bring to this you know this murderer (laughs) in this play (laughs) and uh that yeah he and i'm blanking on his name and this character's name at the moment it's been a while yeah. i watched it but he was an inspiration to the point where i even copied his makeup after a while yeah like, there was this great scene he didn't wear i noticed he didn't use the makeup every uh show but there was this one cool scene where he had this great red mm-hmm. makeup around his eyes and i was like that that's it because it made him look even more like exhausted yeah. and just desperate and like i'm gonna i don't care who's in my way i'm gonna cut all your heads off kind of thing and i was like i so i copied his makeup and i was like yeah that guy was very that was critical for me to have that look sort of as a resource it was really yeah. good cool. so what how did you do dr caius then i know we're getting <laughs> off subject but like you go from that to dr caius and mary wives i mean because the well, same think- thing yeah, I think it was, it, that brought me a lot of confidence being able to play a male character uh, in Macbeth brought me a lot of confidence to be able to just play male characters in general. Yeah. And and I loved it. It was comic and I loved that it has, he has a, you know, French accent. I love dialects. And I just thought, you know, this, this funny, <laughs> you know, French dude can be just so much fun to yeah. play. And I'm, I'm sad the COVID thing happened and we didn't get to do it, but I just was very excited about that role. <laughs> like maybe Same here. I was just like, that was a, yeah, COVID. You know, it's fun whenever you get to have somebody who has like an accent of some sort because you commit. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. I mean, I you're a winner. I do. I get, I get, I did this with a winter's tale as well. I, I get the script and I, Every single syllable is written out phonetically in a French dialect. Wow. And these two, these two happen to be sort of over the top French dialect, which was, you know, because they're comic characters and that made it even more fun. But I, so I structured the dialect the way I want it to be. And every single syllable of my lines was written out in French dialect. And I rehearsed them that way so that I could get it, so I could get it in my head correctly. So there's a lot of work that went into that as well, but, um, but a lot of fun, <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> It's awesome. So yeah, maybe someday I'll get to play guys, I hope. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm like, ah, I want to play the I know. <laughs> fun. Mary Wives of Windsor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, well, you kind of already answered, um, unless your answer is different, uh, what is the most challenging character you played? You said that like with Satan, because it was the first male character you played, there was a lot, it was, wasn't as easy to just slide into the character. Yeah. Is there anything else that you could think of? Yeah, let me think about this. Um, Let me look through these things here. I Uh, mean, you did a really great character in the Spanish tragedy where you had, I don't, it's been a while since we've done that was 20, what, 2013, I want to say it was? Yeah, it was like 2013, 2014. We've slept a little bit since then. Um, (laughs) So I don't remember that character really saying a whole lot, if anything. Mm -hmm. It was just that you had to have that presence and everything. And how do you, I mean, you were on stage for what, the entire show? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe one or two scenes? (laughs) I was. So. And that was a, that was definitely a lesson in, in being present, you know, speaking of presence, it's a lesson in being present because you, again, there are no small roles, only small actors. So even though I might be there not talking, I'm there as for a reason i'm there as part of 
you know, keeping people involved and engrossed. And, and if, if I decide to slack off because I think no one's watching me, then that takes everybody, all the audience out of the scene because they see me slacking off. So it's, it's a great lesson. I mean, actors need to know this as well. They don't need to right. only learn, you know, how to be like in front of the, everyone and be like the middle of the center of attention. But we spend a lot of time in the background sometimes, but mm -hmm. it's just as critical because we're part of the whole picture. Um, so yeah, that was like, an, you have to be intentional. You know, you have to be part of the scene and involved, even if you're not speaking, you know, reacting and doing. Um, when I went to see, I went to see a production of, uh, I think it, I think it might've been Macbeth also at another company. And I was, I, I was just drawn to this woman in the background because, you know, she was just so present and involved. And some of the other folks were like, eh, nobody's really watching me, but you could tell she was like there. And I was like, that's, you know, that's the way you do it. It's yeah. exciting, but you make it exciting because that you got to you got to do the work whether you're out in the front part or out in the back part or you know because you're going to be in all parts hopefully at some point um well, yeah the so energy like, too yeah exactly one of the uh, just i'll just tell you quickly one of the funner uh funner is not really weird but more um interesting roles i played was Don, donya giovanna i played don john in much yes. ado um i that's supposed to, well, it's written as a male role, but I played it as a woman. So in this case, I wasn't playing a man like Satan. I was actually playing the villain as a woman. And it actually changed a lot of things as far as the text goes. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you look at the text from the perspective of a villainous you know, male, it's fairly straightforward the way Shakespeare wrote it. But if you're playing it from a villainous female's point of view, there's there are these cool nuances that you can bring uh, to the script and to the character that are very interesting. And it, I, it, I think it, it was like one of my first like villain roles, but in a way, Don John is also kind of comic. So it was, <clears throat> I, I tried to play that complexity where she was a villain, but she, she was also kind of funny or fun to watch. And, um, so that was a complex character too, especially because of the gender switching bit of it and making intentional choices to make it make sense as a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was that was a very good lesson in, in acting as well, and it was very enjoyable because I liked the things you know that I found, um, especially like interacting with other women when I was, you know, interacting with Hero or you know one of. It's different, you know, if you're a woman or if you're a, a guy who's being mean to a woman. Um, it's like, oh, that guy is being mean to that woman. But if you're a woman being mean to a woman, it's like very stabby. You know, it's like, I don't know. There's a different yeah. kind of thing, the way women are like mean to each other. You know what I mean? So it was like, I don't know. Kind no of fun one can discover. cut like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to discover that stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, Lee. Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I mean, a lot of my acting career, I've had the opportunity to be the front, the lead actor in several productions, and I've had and and as well as the side characters, and then characters that really have like one or two lines. And I have always said the hardest acting that I ever did is when I don't have a single thing to say, and you have to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like you have to show that you're invested in everything. So I actually have told many people when they were like, 
um, oh my God, what do you do to become an actor and stuff like that? I was like, well, you, instead of shooting for the stars and getting like the big roles and the meaty roles and stuff like that, you need to pay your dues and start at doing the characters that have no lines and everything. Because if you can do that, by the time you get up to where you have a ton of lines and everything, you already got that, that flow going and everything and you can sell it. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. My first, my very first show with the Baronsman, I had zero lines. What show was what that? Yep. I had oh. zero lines. I played several walk on, walk off type characters because as you know, it's a series of vignettes, right? So, and I had no lines at all. We totally flew you in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> right. We lifted you up and made you fly like a ghost yes. or whatever. <laughs> that's right. Yes. <laughs> I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was really a great show. Great fun. Yeah. Um, is there anyone that you would like you're dying a character you would love to play? Hmm. Boy, is I that guess well, maybe Dr. bucket Caius. list or just what now? <laughs> Dr. Caius now. Yeah, I, yeah. I almost never. got to play him and I'm so excited. <laughs> I was so excited to play that character. No. Maybe we'll do it again. Uh, hmm? Or do it for the first time in the future. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. knows? Uh let's see. Other than Dr. Caius. I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't really given it that much thought. I Do you mean, prefer comedy or drama? Also, I have. I well, I have to admit, I I prefer comedy just because it's. Yeah. I love funny things, and I want to be funny and be involved with funny people and do funny things. So I, I prefer comedy. Uh, yeah. but, I, but I love all of you know Shakespeare. It's it's all you know fantastic stuff. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, comedy is just like, uh, you know, the whole spirit of the thing and, and, the, and the, uh, the, the troupe, like, is yeah. all, you know, always in this happy, upbeat, funny mood. How can I make this funnier? How can I bring some more joy or comedy to this mm -hmm. thing? It's, it's just a, I don't know, it's a fun environment. But, you know, all of Shakespeare is fantastic, of course. <laughs> yeah. I could totally see you in a comedy of errors, as pretty much any of the ladies. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Fired casting. Bianca in Taming of the Shrew. Oh, it's really? Sister. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I could totally see you as Bianca because she's usually portrayed as a dimwit. <laughs> but she's really not. She's, she, I mean, she has to be, she has to be whip smart to keep up with her sister. Yes. But she's not point. dead, so obviously she's keeping up with her sister. <laughs> right. So exactly. I could definitely see you playing that kind of role. Okay. I'll keep my eyes open. Let's <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> um, anything else, Jackie? I'm trying to think of like, yeah. I, I mean, this is, I love this. This is really, I love, I mean, love directing, but I also love acting. And, and this is the stuff that I love is really talking craft. And like, I'm always curious how people get to their character and, and every actor is different. Like some people, you know, gosh, what did I hear this thing? Of? I think it was Robert Duvall, like he'll be joking, doing whatever. And then they call action, boom. And that's the way he works. But then you have other actors that are like, no, don't bother me. I'm in my zone. I'm in my, you know, my yeah. method or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so it's, so I think from it's, The Walking Dead. Yes, yes. In character. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't mess <Yeah>. up. <laughs> so that's, so I love that. I mean, and that's, I mean, 
Yeah, I'm I'm just so grateful that I got to work with you and Macbeth and Love's Labor. I mean, that just... Yeah, that was yeah. really a thrill too. And it makes a difference, you know, who you're working with, which is, yeah. I'm not trying to advertise or anything, but it's, it is one of the reasons why I like working with the Barons Men because all my friends are there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah. Such, it's always such a great, uh, like, comfortable, happy, I'm working with my friends or having a good time kind of situation. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not like um, a kind of person that will just do a play to do a play. If, right. it's, if there's folks involved that I'm like, I don't, they're not really people I like that much, then I won't. <laughs> I, mean, I Part of the reason I do this is so I can hang out with my friends and the yes. people that I like and that, you well, know, want to be around. <laughs> yeah. Was, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. That's, so. You know, social thing. So, yeah. yeah. That's all I got. What you got, Lee? <laughs> um, so I do have a question. Um, would you consider yourself a method actor? Mm. Oh, that is a good question, isn't it? Uh, because for some roles, that, some of the shows that we've been in together, I've seen you to where it, you're kind of like the, that Robert Duvall kind of guy where it's like snappy, snappy, fun, fun, fun in between scenes. But then when you go on, you're on. But then mm. there's other ones I've seen you where you're in the focus, you're in the zone, and you kind of stay in that character and everything. So is that yeah. something that you consciously do? Or is it something that is just like, depends my, on how comfortable you are in the role. I think that's exactly it right there. My, my position is that it depends on how comfortable I am in the role. Um, you know, play, playing Satan where I was tr really tr focusing hard on doing some, something so challenging and not, you know, for a while there feeling like I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it. You know, I, I had to really stay focused and stay male and st constantly think about what my body was doing and making sure I wasn't doing any feminine stuff with my hands, <laughs> you know, like, so in that situation, I would definitely, I could see myself being more focused. But if I, you know, in a situation where I've, I've played several like ladies, for example, I'm fairly comfortable playing a lady, meaning like, not a lady, like a woman lady, but a lady like of rank and, you know, yeah. like a duchess or queen or something. And so if I'm in that kind of role, which I'm quite, I'm fairly comfortable with, then I'm probably a little more lighthearted because <laughs> I don't feel like so uh, panicked about, you know, going on stage and portraying the character. Um, so I'd say definitely it has to do with that. Yeah. I feel you. Um, in 20, ooh, was it 12? I think it was 2012 when we did uh, Twelfth Night and I played Mariah. Mm -hmm. and I remember the first couple of nights, like once we moved in and started doing full runs and everything, I would be backstage and I would be kind of like joking around with a couple of the actors, including Aaron, who was playing Malvolio and our characters were very antagonistic towards each other. And a lot of times I was doing like this, that chicken neck thing, like <laughs> an attitude and stuff like that. And I would have to like, I caught myself almost doing it on stage. So like, <laughs> But after that, I had actually like, no, no, no chicken head, no chicken head. <laughs> yeah, whenever you have to do a certain thing, especially when we're doing period theater, you yeah. have to really think about, they didn't have chicken head back then. Right, um, right. And yeah. so you had to like, you have to portray yourself in that manner because that's what we do. And it's like, okay, this character would not have that much attitude. <laughs> You have right. to remember that. So I, I get you. Sometimes it's easy to go between 
and and like turn it on and turn it off but then other times it's like whoo focus focus yeah, <laughs> yeah that's definitely true <laughs> um so anything else that you'd like to add like uh if you could tell a, a new actor one thing that would help that has helped you the most uh to get where you are and, and be successful be successful in creating these characters what would you say to them yeah don't don't overlook the details and don't don't take any of the aspects of the character for granted because every bit every bit of uh, the character that you can use to inform your acting just makes you better and makes you more convincing in the role so it's, I, I guess when I first started out acting, I didn't really think much about the detail work. I just more thought about, okay, get the lines in the head and then make them come out of the mouth. And that's really all you need to do. But it's not, uh, it's, you know, as I've, I've learned more, it's not just that you, you really develop the details. If the person has some kind of, you know, tick or if the person has some kind of certain walk, I mean, these are things I didn't think about when I was starting out, but they, but I'm, you know, realizing now how much more you can really make your character convincing and develop it. So that would be my advice is look for the, look for the details, either in the script or in the characterization that you've created for your, for your person and really work to bring those details out as well and not just take the lines and, you know, make right. it. You know. <laughs> That's right. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Miss Leanna, for being here with us. Um, I think we're going to be doing a series of these and talking to some other folks in the troupe that um, uh, have different ways of doing things. Yeah. Um, and hopefully anybody who comes to our show or one of these podcasts and listens to it or watches it on YouTube will be able to go like, oh, okay, that's how they're doing it and maybe <laughs> take something away from it. So thank you yeah. so much for sharing your process with us. Thank you. Thank you for talking. Um, and thank you audience members for joining us again this time around. Um, we will be back again shortly and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye guys.